<sighs> oh, I'm already bored with this. No, I'm not. <laughs> Don't do that. Welcome back to The Watchlist with Patty and Bill. You can check out all of the back episodes of The Watchlist with Patty and Bill by logging on to www.thewatchlistpod.com. You can also engage with us on your social media at symbol the watchlist pod. And you can also subscribe to us wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. How was your Thanksgiving? It was very nice. That's good. Nice and quiet. I made all the things. We sent over bowls of it to Dwight's family. They sent back some of the uh, uh, rice pudding stuff that his mom makes that's really delicious. Mm. It was lovely. Well, we had a a slight COVID scare. Oh, dear. Well, we didn't know if somebody that Laura had worked with may or may not have had it. And Mm. so we quarantined on Thanksgiving, as we were supposed to do anyway. Yeah. So she was nice enough. We we ran to the store. We just got fixings. It was just really nice, just the two of us and Chewy. And it was really, really nice. Yeah, it was me and Dwight. But he brought some food over to his folks and brought some back. It was like a food swap. Oh, cool. That'll work, too. Yeah. So I didn't, but being the Thanksgiving holiday and we were still kind of sort of, you know, putting up decorations and stuff, I only watched a couple of things this week Hmm. or this episode for this episode. Yeah. Uh, And I know we share one of those things. Yes. So why don't you start, and then I'll go into the separate thing that I watched, and then you do another thing, and then we can talk about the thing that we both saw. Okay. Did everybody out there follow that? Great. Fantastic. (laughs) Have some turkey. Okay. Well, this week I was totally into the Korean dramas, so I've got a pile of those. But I'll okay. one of them. (laughs) Yeah. Please do. (laughs) I am just so hooked on them. They are so good. No. Um, yeah, I am totally hooked on them. Uh, this one is called Bring It On Ghost. <laughs> what is this? Dead cheerleaders at a dance-off? I'm sorry. That was almost, just a Bring It almost, On joke. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. Oh, wow. No, this is about a young college student who can see ghosts. Okay. And as... And... From that, he's you know he's trying to earn money because he's living on his own. He doesn't live with his his parents or have passed away. He has an uncle who's a monk, and the monk can kind of sense ghosts. But our our young college boy, he can actually see them, and he can touch them like physically touch them. So he is trying to earn money, and he's exercising ghosts. Not like exercising, working out, but like he's an exorcist. Right. You know, getting well, rid of the ghost. What are you going to do? Like a Richard Simmons with a ghost and he a could. one and a he two could. and a three. <laughs> yeah. And as such, because he can physically touch them, the way he, he does his exorcisms is he beats the crap out of them until they become like a flaming ember of smoke and fizzle away, which is kind of fun to watch. 
And he meets up with a young girl ghost, and then, for real, the wackiness ensues. This one's kind of a comedy with a little hint, a little dribble of the emotional drama thrown in there. Okay. Yeah. That's this. It's called Bringing On Ghost. It's really good. There's only. Well, the whole entire series, whether it's one or two seasons, I don't know. I watched them all pretty much. And then I hit the last one and I was like, oh my God, that's how they end it. Oh, I like the ending, but I'm I'm sad because I want to keep watching it. I want more. Yeah. Okay. Because it was a really cute show. It was a really cute series. Where is it? It's on Netflix where all of the Korean dramas are located. Okay. How many episodes? Oh, I don't know. I, it was a, and a lot, but not enough. A lot, but not enough. All yeah. right. Yeah. Oh, more than 10. Definitely more than 10. And they're about an hour-ish long a piece. So it hmm. could be a commitment, but it doesn't feel like it. If Especially if you're into it like Because you it is so entertaining. It was so much fun. So what I watched is called The Flight Attendant. So I was so in eager anticipation of Wonder Woman 1984 being released on HBO Max. I was fiddling around with it because it's still not on Roku. Mm -hmm. And I don't have any Amazon Fire devices in the house. But I but I have the app on my phone. So I was casting it to the TV. Oh, nice. Okay. So I was trying to to play around with it to see if it would continue to cast something. And so I came across the the new uh, comic thriller starring, starring Kaylee Cuoco from Big Bang Theory. It's called A Flight Attendant. It's a, it's a dark comic thriller based on a book by Chris Bajolian or Bojolian. And it's about a New York-based flight attendant and she enjoys the jet setting life, man. I mean, all the, there are sometimes when you see all these dramas about flight attendants, how they get into the rut and they really don't end up enjoying being a flight attendant. Well, Kaylee Cuoco's character really does because she jets off to all these faraway places and she drinks all over the world. She is a party girl mm-hmm. who one day wakes up next to a dead body. As you do. As you do. But because she likes to binge drink a lot, I mean, they actually make fun of her on this show. Mm. Like, the, like the little group of flight attendants. One of them is actually Rosie Perez. Oh, and, wow. And I can't wait to see what they do with her character. But um, she's got really good friends who are flight attendants. And then there's always one bitchy, you know, antagonistic flight attendant. Yeah, they're always. But good. they. But they always say, are you going to be late now? We're, we're all taking bets about how late you're going to be because you're always drunk. Mm-hmm. But because she's drunk, she can't remember the events of the night before. She had a blackout. She blacked out. How so did, convenient. <laughs> so did she do it? Did she mm-hmm. not? And then by mm-hmm. the end of the first episode, she's, she's starting to piece things together. Oh. So now that, now that Laura and I are in a show hole, I stopped watching it so that we could watch it together because oh, I think this is something cool. that we would both really enjoy. So I've only yeah. seen the one episode. Okay. But it but it is truly enough to keep me watching. Mm, okay. So it looks like a new episode drops every week on HBO Max. 
And according to IMDb, mm-hmm. there are seven episodes. Hmm. And each one runs about an hour-ish. Hmm. So I don't know if, if you know that's correct and there may be more, but there are at least seven. And they are on HBO Max. All right. I found it really interesting. And especially, it's a good palate cleanser for Kaylee Cuoco. Okay. Just because, you know, she was Penny on Big Bang Theory for so long. Yeah. Forever. So it's nice to see her do something different. Yeah. Netflix has been doing that same one episode at a time with a couple of the Korean dramas I've been watching. And it really makes me angry because I want to see more. I'm like, you can't end it there. But you kind of have to as the new business model. I know. I hate it. Because then people would sign up for the free thing, watch their K-drama, and then peace out. There, are, need to make so money many, there are so many, though. People wouldn't peace out after one. They would but, get but hooked you, like me and just watch a bajillion of them. But you get what I'm saying, though. Oh, I get so, what you're saying, yeah. Like things like The Mandalorian, mm-hmm. which is so good. I haven't watched this new one yet. <sighs> oh, my God. I know. I need to. Let's put it this way. So... Also, because we are in a show hole, we're going to go back and watch Rebel, Star Wars Rebels, and Star Wars Clone Wars. Okay. Are both of those animated or just Clone Wars? Both of those are animated. Okay. Okay. Both of those are animated. And I was having a really big discussion about this the other day with, with friends who have also seen it and enjoy it. You do not have to watch anything else other than this series to follow it. Okay. However, your and and Dave, shout out to Dave. What's up, Dave? Yo. Dave and I were also talking about it. Your your mind is just more blown when you have all of that backstory of what is canon and who they're talking about and and all of that. Mm-hmm. So if you really want to dig deeper and you know enjoy it that much more, then yes, by all means go back and both watch the movies and watch Clone Wars and Rebels. But anywho, so we're going to watch that. We're going to watch the Kaylee Cuoco thing on HBO Max. Nice. All right. Yeah. The other thing I watched is also on HBO Max. It's a new movie out with, it stars Melissa McCarthy and James Corden, and it's called Super Intelligence. This is about. Yeah, I've seen that. I haven't seen it. I saw the previews for it. So Melissa McCarthy, she's just like your regular average gal. She's working at some nonprofits. She used to work at Yahoo back in the day when it was a big thing. (laughs) And it was earning lots of money for people. And she decided to do good with some of her her skills. And one morning, she's woken up by this crazy voice out of nowhere that is now in her toaster it's in her clock radio it's on her tv it's everywhere and it's telling her it's this super intelligence that has created itself and you know with machine learning and all the technical jargon and it is trying to decide whether it should enslave the human race destroy the human race or help it make the world better And she is the one that it has chosen to convince her one way or the other what it should do. 
<laughs> and the voice of the superintelligence is James Corden. And the superintelligence has only chosen James Corden's voice because it calms Melissa McCarthy's character down because she loves him so much. Which I saw in the trailer, which I think is hilarious. Yes. The whole movie is hysterical. I really, really enjoyed it. Although I throughout the whole thing, I kept thinking, did James Corden write this? Because this is like like an ad for James Corden almost, mm. you know. But when I looked it up, no, he is not a producer. Melissa McCarthy's a producer. He is not a writer. There's a whole bunch of other people who are writers. So he's just in it. And he is the running gag. James Corden is. Well, it sounds like fun. It and is I do totally watch fun. It. And it's really, really cute. It's really funny. That's awesome. And that's again on the um, it's on HBO, HBO Max. Max. Yes. I'm telling you, people, in addition to the Disney Plus, I think you're truly going to have to get into HBO Max. Yeah. I see HBO Max, Disney Plus, and Netflix ruling the world. Yeah, those three are the big, big ones. They are the they are the big ones. I mean, Amazon Prime is good for Amazon shipping. I don't I don't even know what Amazon Prime is good for anymore. I well, mean, Prime. I mean, the video part they have some good things, but not nearly as much as you know Netflix in general does. No, not at all. I mean, they do have. I mean, Amazon Prime has the boys. Yeah. They have the marvelous Mrs. Maisel. They've mm. got stuff like that. Mm. But they are, are they the juggernaut that Netflix no, is that that HBO Max is becoming? No, not at all. Not at all. Um, but Prime, Amazon Prime is probably your best bang for your buck, because in addition to getting the free shipping and expedited shipping on Amazon products. You also get Amazon Music. Okay. I believe Which you I also... haven't used any of the Amazon Music. I oh, I totally even... use that all the time, actually. No. Um, so you can actually make a playlist. You don't own the music. You're you're just kind of like licensing it through the cloud, so you can make up these playlists. And the song may go away after the after a while because mm -hmm. the song just drops off of Amazon Prime unless you have Prime Super Duper. Um, but you also get, I think you get Amazon books as well, like a certain number of Amazon books to read. It, it's, do you? Um, no, uh, no, you don't. The The books through, for your Kindle, you have to pay extra to get like a library where you get so many for free. I see. Okay. And okay. Audible, you have to pay extra for too. Okay. You don't but get you nothing at least... free with those. But you at least get... Amazon Music, you get Prime Video, and you get the shipping from Amazon. Are there ads in the in the Prime Music? Since you're there not, are not, since you don't own the songs, as I was wondering. No, you okay. do not. So, or there are not ads. There are no so, ads. okay. If you made up a playlist, hmm. that playlist would just keep playing. Hmm. There are there are no ads. So it is unlike Pandora, which has ads and, every yeah. few songs. Which are kind of okay. They're they're not it's really. It's like bad. listening to the radio. Uh, yeah, but not even that intrusive. Exactly. You know, it's it. You know, I, I grew up listening to the radio where there were commercials. Eh, Pandora yeah. doesn't bother me. Um, Google Music has moved to YouTube Music, and I'm really kind of annoyed with it because I, I'm just so annoyed with it. 
but all my stuff that was that I had uploaded to Google Music so I could listen to it anywhere that I could have an internet connection and log into my Google account. Mm. That all moved to YouTube as well, but I'm just yeah. I'm not I'm not thrilled with it. I'm I'm annoyed. Well, if you have if you already have Amazon, yeah. Like if you subscribe to Amazon, mm-hmm. check out Amazon Music. I'll take a look at it. Take a look at it. And again, you may not find all the music that you want because some of it may not be licensed through Amazon. Yeah. But at the same time, they have gajillions of songs. So if you can't find something you like, then, wow, you listen to some really <laughs> obscure shit. Yeah, that's um, true. Yeah. So the last thing that I watched is what we both watched because you told me, watch this. Oh, my God. Dwight found this. And it's I have no anti- idea how. <laughs> it's Auntie Donna's Big Old House of Fun. It's a sketch comedy series. There are six episodes of it on Netflix. But it's a big old weird sketch comedy series. And it's, and uh, honestly, it took me a couple of episodes to kind of get into it. Because it, it just is kind it's of so really out there. Wackadoo. It's wacky. Mm-hmm. Like aliens and shit coming to Earth is part of the sketch comedy. So a lot of the sketch comedy isn't necessarily rooted in quote end quote reality. Yeah, it's uh, it's weird. Yeah, I can't even it's describe totally it. Fucked up and crazy. But if you like fucked up and crazy, if you like cuckoo wackadoo shit, then watch these guys because yeah, they're they Australian are, guys. Yes, mm-hmm. and they they're they're it, it's it's amusing. It's just wacky. So if you don't <laughs> like a lot of crazy. wacky weird shit, yeah. You're going to be really annoyed with us for recommending it, but we kind of recommend it because we're into that wacky, crazy shit. So these guys originally formed their Auntie Donna comedy troupe in 2011, and their debut show was called Auntie Donna in Pantsuits. And that only aired in in Australia. So that's where they all started. And so these guys have been around together since 2012. So they've Mm. got their whole being funny thing riffing off each other down which mm-hmm. is why this series is, is so seems so fluid to me and so kooky wackadoo it is fluid mm-hmm. i will give you that it is it is very very fluid in the way that a stand-up show from second city might be they riff off of each other mm-hmm they really, and, you know, they're all different characters. Kristen Shaw has a little tiny part in it, which is, and Ed Helms has a part Ed in it. Ed Helms, yeah. <laughs> there are tons of cameos really in this. big name cameos in this. There, there are surprised. tons of cameos. Yeah. So, like I said, if you, if you guys are out there and you like fucked up wackadoo shit, then Auntie Donna's... Um, is for you. Yeah, Auntie Donna's big old house of house of fun. That's on Netflix, and it's only six episodes right now, and each episode is about half an hour. Yeah, so it's not a big commitment. They all dropped it once. Yep. Yeah, we got a a little ways through it, and yeah, and then I'm like, okay, and then he fell asleep. So I'm like, all right, I need to turn this off because man. I just can't keep watching. This is crazy. Yeah. I need, I need a will, break now from this 
what the fuck am I looking at? Shit. It it will <laughs> melt your brain after a while. Yes, yes, don't. Yeah. It absolutely will oh melt God, your yeah. brain. Yes, yes, it will. But that's all I've got this week. That's actually all I watched. Yeah, that's this week. all I got too. But we 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 can't let this episode go by without without talking another... about the mass singer. <gasps> oh, mass singer, Christ. yeah. That's not what I was going to I talk know it about. Wasn't. I know it wasn't. Fuck On Thanksgiving you. Day, they had a very special episode of The Mass Singer. Oh, is this the one where people cried? No, no. They got, uh, this was Group C, blah, blah, finals, picking the last two to move on to the big six or some shit. I thought I saw Ken Jung or some shit crying in one of the promos. I did not see him cry in this episode that I watched. Oh, I'm crying right now that we have to talk about it. <laughs> well, I'm just going to be quick because, you know, we don't want to be this long with only you know, a few here. We don't need to talk forever about it. Broccoli was unveiled. Who is Broccoli? Uh, the jellyfish and the mushroom have moved on to the big six. So Broccoli ended up being Paul Anka. No shit. No shit. Paul Anka. Paul Anka. I could tell that it was like some classic crooner guy, but I'm like sitting here thinking they're all dead. I don't know who the fuck this is. Wow. (laughs) Until Robin Thicke. I keep wanting to call him Alan Thicke. Until Robin Thicke was like, no, he's Canadian. This is Paul Anka. And I was like, sure. <laughs> is Paul Anka alive? Is Paul Anka Canadian? And sure enough, it was Paul Anka. And yes, apparently. He and, is yes, Canadian. He's alive. <laughs> and yes, he's alive. Because he was singing yeah, on Thanksgiving Day on The Mass Singer. Blech. All right, moving on. Okay. Okay. I I I was actually gonna mention mm-hmm. that David Prowse passed away. Yeah. And for those of you who do not know the original Star Wars trilogy, David Prowse was actually the person in the Darth Vader suit for the original trilogy, Star Wars Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi. And he had a very tumultuous relationship with George Lucas during the making of all of those films because in the very beginning, he thought that they were going to use his voice as Darth Vader for the first one. And then George Lucas went and hired James Earl Jones, who was the absolute right choice for it. Yes. Um, for several thousand dollars, even like one of the biggest movie villains of all time got paid just a few grand just to be Darth Vader in the first movie. Yeah. So that pissed off David Prowse. Uh, and then in the third movie in return of the Jedi, when he was unmasked, he thought he would actually be the the unmasked one. Right. But they hired a British actor named Sebastian Shaw to be the unmasked Anakin Skywalker, which pisses me off even more. Yeah, like what the fuck? Because, well, yes, that that too. But in the special editions, they've added Hayden Christensen That's at right. the very end. And that I disagree with vehemently, absolutely vehemently, because if Darth Vader turned good again and appeared as a force ghost as Hayden Christensen, his younger self, then we should have seen Ewan McGregor standing next to Yoda 
as well as Hayden Christensen. Right. But they didn't do that. No, yeah. Why does Darth suddenly become a young guy? Right. And he, but in the original movies, in the original cut, it was absolutely right mm-hmm. that that he was the older Anakin Skywalker standing next to his older friend Alec Guinness, and everything was all right with the world. Yeah. So when Mike and I shout out to Mike Alexander, what's up, man? <laughs> We used to go to the Star Wars conventions and they used to do what were called the men behind the mask tours. So you would get autographs and meet and greets with um, the guy who played Boba Fett, the Darth Vader, Chewbacca, R2D2, C3PO. So that is how we actually got a shit ton of autographs on our posters. Cool. And, And this was back in the day when. You had to stand in line, but did we have to pay for those? I don't think we had to pay for those the way you have to pay now. Mm. But they only signed for a few hours. Yeah. So if you were lucky enough and you stood in line, then yes. But um, yeah. So another piece of our childhood is now gone. Mm. And he, But he would always sign it. David Prowse is Darth Vader. So rest in peace, Darth Vader. Mm. Join Chewbacca and R2-D2 and Princess Leia. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. I don't mean to end the show on a down note. Wow, dude, man. (laughs) Well, it's better than ending it on that singer. But... (gasps) Don't you be hawing me. You know, you know. Rude, rude, I tell you. Yes, rude as fuck. Rude. Anyway, well, but I have, but I thought you were dis. I thought you were disenchanted with Mask Singer, though. Uh, uh, I gotta, I gotta finish off. I gotta finish it off. <sighs> I got, I, I, I kind of have to. But my, my only interest in this show is because of you. <gasps> so if you lose interest in oh, this show, so the fuck, I'm me, gonna keep watching. You're, you're it. pushing me to lose interest. Is that's what's going on here? Well, besides that, no, I'm just kidding. (laughs) No, I'm not. I'm not pushing you to lose interest. What I'm saying is I made you a promise to watch Masked Singer based on your interest. So if you're losing interest, there's no reason you keep watching this. Yeah, that's true. So so I'm I'm just sort of up in the air. Should I keep watching this? Should I keep caring? Because now they're spinning off into weird uh, shit. Right? The 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 masked mask dancer. dancer and then the the not really a singer maybe show like i think i know your voice yeah or whatever, whatever the fuck that one is, that's just crap that one is trash well and ken jung is associated with all of them right i don't know if he's doing the dancer one i didn't see that much into the commercial i think he I might be because it looks like um What's her name? Uh, dancer. Opposites attract. Uh, oh, um, Paula um, Abdul. Pa- Paula Abdul. Isn't she involved in that? Me things I didn't. I don't want to watch that. I don't give a shit about the dancing and who's masked as they dance because I wouldn't know who 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 is who anyway. They could unmask these people and be like, "Fuck if I know who that is." So I didn't. I am not paying attention to who's involved in it. Well, on the Mass Singer, it would be interesting to have someone like, well, they've already had Anna Gasteyer, 
on there. Mm -hmm. But it would be interesting to have somebody like Anna Kendrick on who can sing. Like, like to have an Anna Kendrick, and then on that dance show, have what, like somebody a, like a Channing Tatum. Wait, you mean like a a singer? Yeah, as a masked singer. Just as a masked because singer, people like Patti LaBelle can't sing. So you need. I'm not Anna saying Kendrick? that they can't. What I'm saying is, I would give a shit more about Anna Kendrick and Patti LaBelle than I would. Uh, that Mickey YouTube, fucking that Rourke. dancer girl, whatever. Or, right. Or some from YouTube and dance mom shit. Right. Or some C level quasi internet celebrity. Yeah, exactly. Who somehow someone guesses on the show and I have no idea. Right. How. Yeah. Th this, the one, this episode on Thanksgiving, they were throwing out guesses of people for the jellyfish. I don't even know who the fuck they are. Like, where did they pull up this name? Who is this yeah. person? Yeah. So you have to have such a vast knowledge of pop culture. Of random people, even. Of random people. <clears throat> I So that's, that's where I just think, and I'm being objective about this. Mm -hmm. That's where I think the show goes off the rails for me, because it's silly. If, yeah. if it were truly, truly, truly A and B list celebrities, then I could go, And it would okay. be more interesting. Definitely. And it would be more interesting. And then you could find out who in Hollywood can actually sing. Right? And, and or, they or throw what? some sportsy people in there, too. But I'm like, how could you even, I mean, just from the sound of the voice, how would you even know who that is? Do you, yeah. do you follow sportsy people and they're singing? Uh, where are these sportsy people singing? Yeah. So uh, that's it. That, that's it. So I, I genuinely don't have that much of an issue with the mess. <laughs> I just think it it's a low denominator show, but it at least it entertains. Well, and for with COVID going on, it's one of the few things that's brand new. Indeed. Indeed. And and we're all struggling with brand new shit. Oh, one other thing, people. So I think we talked about this before, but Wonder Woman 1984 is going to debut on HBO Max. And in April, Disney Plus is going to have Black Widow. Okay. So I saw a commercial the for the Soul one, the Pixar yes. Soul. When I missed when that's coming. Christmas Day. Oh, so we'll have Soul. Is that what it's called? Just Soul? It is called Just Soul, okay. and, it, and it stars the voice of Jamie Foxx. So Soul will be on others. Christmas Day, the on Disney Plus, and Wonder Woman 1984 on Christmas Day on HBO yeah. Yeah. Max, HBO Max. I don't know if it's on regular HBO. No, HBO Max. HBO Max. So then we'll have the Black Widow in April. Yeah. Okay. April. So uh, my point being, when this show airs, which is on Cyber Monday, you might want to uh, Cyber Monday ish. No, no, or at I, least I during just, the it is Cyber Monday. I was just like, what the fuck is Cyber Monday for a minute there? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the 21st century. Like, well, but, and that's, you know, my whole job. No. <laughs> but you may, but my point being, with with all of this coming up on on all of these little paid streaming channels, now may be the time more than ever to get yourself either a Roku stick or a, or an Amazon fire stick or something like that so that you can be prepared for the paradigm shift because it shifted. Mm -hmm. It and absolutely shifted. 
maybe with the Cyber Monday deals, find a deal on a damn good TV, too. I helped two different separate families buy TVs <laughs> see, over see? this weekend. Yeah, mine, yeah it, it could be important. It could be exciting. Or even if you feel your TV's good, what about the sound system? Do you have a good sound system? Oh my God. You might find some good shit on Cyber Monday. Yeah. And ain't that the truth? Because the paradigm has shifted, people. Mm-hmm. As, as serious as a heart attack, just... You're going to be watching more and more theatrical shit. The Rock just made a big time movie for Netflix. So that'll be released sometime in 2021. Okay. So all this shit is moving toward home. Yeah. Yeah, really. And who knows? And now, to its credit, you can go see Wonder Woman 1984 in a movie theater. But it will play day and date. In other words, it will be available at the exact same time on HBO Max at home. Mm-hmm. So you then have to make a choice in the middle of a screaming pandemic. Because we are now in screaming pandemic yeah, we territory. Sure and and you have to find a theater that's open. I think for us, the nearest theater that's open is in Indiana. Yeah. So that's also something to consider as well. But buy it now. These things tend to be like 20, 30 bucks off. If you upgrade your TV, like Patty said, you can get a decent 4K TV for only a few hundred bucks. That has a lot of these things already in it. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. yeah. So give it a shot. Now is now is the time. Not trying to be too much of a commercial, but we will gladly take any sponsor's money. Please, if you're a sponsor out there, please sponsor us because we would love to make money. Okay, I would be mind. thrilled with that. I would be so <laughs> thrilled with that. That would be awesome. Um, oh, and if anybody out there listening has a lead on a Nintendo Switch console, let me know because <laughs> I've been looking for one and they're all sold out everywhere I look. Yep. So log on to the watch list, <laughs> the watchlistpod.com. Click on that contact us button because Patty's looking for a Nintendo I Switch, a Switch console. Man. I want the console version. Or engage with us on your social media at symbol the watchlist pod. <laughs> and then while you're at it, subscribe to us. Subscribe to the watch list with Patty and Bill wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. So, yeah, you guys are going to probably get two shows this week because, you know, I need to hunker down and buy uh, or watch stuff. I know. Well, anyway, everybody, we hope you had a very safe Thanksgiving. I know it's hard to stay away from family. We need family now more than ever. Just hang on a few more months, people. Just, just, just hang on. Hang on. And be safe. Mask up wherever you go. And and thank you for listening. We appreciate it. Okay. Okay, bye. Okay, bye.